Hello and welcome to the Somatic Movement and Mindset podcast with me, clinical somatic educator and founder of Total Somatics, Heidi Hadley. The Somatic Movement and Mindset podcast has been designed to help you gain a deeper understanding to how your mind and body work. You will learn about your amazing mind and body and why over time you can feel pain, recurring injuries and poor posture. Within this podcast, I will teach you why this doesn't have to be your future or the norm for you. Would you like to learn how to reduce pain, move freely and gain a new lease of life? Let's get started. Hello and welcome back. Now, just before we get started, I just wanted to share with you that the large percentage of people that listen to this podcast on YouTube are not actually subscribed. And I just invite you, please, would you consider to like, share, subscribe and press the notification bell? Because the more people that actually subscribe to this channel, it allows other people of like minded interests as you and I to actually learn so much more about total somatics. And as a result of that, it's going to help to support their emotional, mental, physical and energetic health. And so the way that YouTube works is that if you're able to like, share and subscribe to this and press the notification bell, then obviously a lot more people will hear. And then that just brings so much more content and benefit to everybody. So let's get started for today. So as you and I know, in Total Somatics, we're all about looking at our habits and do they serve us well and we know, don't we, from over the time with these podcast episodes, and if you're in the Total Somatics membership, you'll know even more so, is that we can't separate our mind and our body. They're heavily intertwined. And when one area is impacted, it has a direct effect on the other and likewise. And so because of this interconnection, what we're going to consider today are our thinking patterns, the habitual patterns that we create or our internal narrative. And often these thought patterns can be called thinking traps. And they really are traps when we consider today five very common traps that we can all get ourselves caught up in. And when we are in these thinking traps, it starts to affect our emotional, mental, physical and energetic health. When that happens, it will start to create a lot of patterning of tension and tightness throughout our body. It will impact our breathing. It just starts to shift and create more um, sensitivity and anxiety as well within our nervous system. So we want to look at how we can take good care of what we're thinking about and how that's going to translate elsewhere. So you see, thinking traps can lead us basically into creating inaccurate conclusions about what's happening. And these beliefs are really disempowering and they begin to create a life that's very pessimistic, very negative, or we're looking at things like with the glass half empty. And so when we create this pessimistic outlook or this headspace, we're moving away from positive, proactive ways to live and interact with others. And we know through neuroscience that when we live more of a negative mindset, we actually change our neurobiology. We're no longer living in the front part of our brain, which is about focus, awareness, concentration, decision-making, emotional intelligence, having responsive behavior rather than reactive behavior. Whereas when we are pessimistic, when we're looking at the negative, we just live in a survival stress situation because that's the way we're designed is that we would be looking for danger in the old days we would be looking for that impending doom. So we're very easily focused on the negativity. 
But what we want to do is look at how we can take care and nurture our mindset to create a better neurobiological process or neurophysiology that allows us to live more mindfully or more conscious. And so the reality, our experience of reality is that it can become a stumbling block for us because we can be so certain of the way that we think that we wouldn't consider any other thoughts or actions or views or possibilities. It's like my way or the highways, that's what can happen. And when that happens, it narrows down. And that's where we really want to take good care because that's where it can start to get a bit skew-if and it can affect our thinking um, mechanisms and we can get these thinking traps. And you know, no one's perfect. We all have wobbly days. Things can just knock us off guard. It can be we've had too much sugar, not enough sleep. All these sorts of things can really start to affect our emotional, mental, physical and energetic health. And so that's why we're really mindful about everything that we take in. If it's food, if it's drink, if it's material that we read, listen to, our associates, what kind of conversations do we have? Because all of that is starting to sculpt and mold our thinking. So let's consider the first of a few of these thinking traps. The first one is emotional reasoning. What we can do is we can mistakenly believe that basically an emotion that we feel is true. For example, um, when you feel anxious, you think that something awful is gonna happen in the day and you're almost looking out for it. But remember in the past, I've encouraged you just to notice these emotions and just let them waft away as if like a cloud in the sky. You see, we're full of lots of emotions all the time, but if we hold on to one and then think that our entire day is gonna be dictated by that emotion, that's a thinking trap. And it can be really, really uh, detrimental to our health and well-being. And also, if that's the case, what are we doing? We're hunkering down with our ribs, we're tightening our shoulders, our breathing becomes dysregulated. And so can you see the emotional reasoning is starting to create a, a patterning of tension within our body? The second trap we're gonna have a look at is mind reading. And this is where we can jump to conclusions, not see things in full context because we, we have our own thoughts and bias on it. And what we can start to do is take two and two and make five. So we've got a completely wrong conclusion to what we're doing. And this is because what we can take is a limited piece of information from someone's behavior and make the assumption on what that person is doing and why they're performing that way. So for example, it could be that someone has genuinely got, genuinely got something going on, they're thinking in their mind about something else, they might walk past you and they haven't even noticed you. It was nothing personal. It was literally, they have a lot on their plate, a lot going on in their mind. They're in another place, you know, as they're processing and thinking, but they didn't see you. Yet from that limited information, you can start to create mind reading and think, they ignored me, what's wrong with them? There's something going on. And we can start spiraling into creating a narrative which is completely inaccurate. It's our perception, but we haven't taken in the whole amount. We've allowed this mind reading of a limited piece of information. And again, sometimes our own bias or our own self-worth can get woven into this. And we start to think that people have got an issue with us. Whereas in actual fact, that person's got their own stuff going on and they didn't even notice you. 
So it's just being really careful about that, that thinking trap because that's very, very common. Another one we can consider, the third one, is catastrophizing. And this is where we can think of the worst case scenario about what is going to happen. And in reality, that might not even happen that day or ever, but we can start to read and build up and it can snowball this catastrophizing. And we've seen this in recent times where people will, like in the media, they will start to whip up a frenzy and catastrophize about headlines and stories. And you can feel how it whips you up. And yet that situation may never actually occur, but we've already dialed up our nervous system. And what's that doing again? It's tightening and bracing our muscles. It's dysregulating our breathing. It's again, creating a hypervigilant and hypersensitive nervous system. And that makes us incredibly reactive rather than responsive to what we're doing and our interpersonal skills and relationships with others. And then we've got a fourth thinking trap that we should consider on this one, and it's the all or nothing thought. And that's where we can see things in a very oversimplistic or emotional way. And what we can start to do is become very reactive to it by, by saying it's totally this and it's absolutely that and not really meeting in the middle. So we just over, over um, expect things. It can be like a perfectionism thing, like a type A personality. You know, we, it's gotta be this way, no other way. And so what happens is we have no wriggle room, no movement or no way to adjust or pivot. It's either all or nothing. And when that happens, that puts a huge amount of pressure on us. And that's where I'd encourage you to, again, to look into yourself and think, are you a type A personality? Are you a perfectionist? Have you noticed that you're sometimes putting undue pressure and stress on yourself when really it is only you that's putting that pressure on? Because an example of this all or nothing thinking is that if you have some exam results or you have a performance review and it's not at this really high standard that you want it to be, You've created in your mind that that's the end of the world. It's a, it's a catastrophe. It's, it's just never going to work. You're an absolute failure. And what is that doing to our internal environment? It's again, dysregulating our breathing, hyperreacting, hypersensitizing our nervous system, changing our neurobiology, our neurophysiology. It creates this, ugh, this despair, this empty feeling, and that's changing your muscle tension and tone. So again, it's moving away from these default behaviors and patterns that can show up. And sometimes, you know, that all or nothing thinking can take us into, in total somatics, we refer to as the green light reflex, that go, 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 where it's like your high functioning anxiety, you're on the go all of the time, tightens through your lower back, rigid through your upper back between your shoulder blades, because you're just wanting to keep going because you don't want to fail and you want to push through the pain and, you know, all these narratives that happen. So it's like, let's just be gentler on ourselves because we we talk to ourselves in such a harsh manner that with many other people, we wouldn't talk like that or put such high expectations. So to, could I encourage you to just notice that thinking trap? And if it is there, go, hang on, let's just dial this down. I'm not putting pressure on myself. Everything that happens, even if it's a performance review or an exam result, that's not what you wanted there's always a lesson that can be learned from it. So look and spin it around, create a growth mindset in that aspect and think, 
what have I learned from what? What can I grow from that practice or from that exam or that business or interview review? Look at a life lesson rather than beating yourself up physically or emotionally or mentally, whatever, you know, whatever way that will work for you. And so really, there's just one more approach that I would consider for thinking traps, and that is overgeneralization. And what can happen is from one event, you can take complete evidence for your future. So you kind of predict what your future is going to be like from one event. And you're going to expect disappointment and defeat from now on. The most common experience, if you haven't felt this yourself, maybe a close friend or relative has. And a really close um, example of this is if you've had a relationship breakup. And because of this overgeneralization, you've had this breakup or you know somebody that has and they've said, that's it. I never want to meet anyone again. They're all the same. I'll never find love again. That's it. That's it. No, no more, no more. And this is overgeneralization. That was one event that you experienced, like many people around the world. But could we just put it into perspective? Again, we can learn a lot of lessons. There's some painful lessons can be learned from them. But let's just learn from that and think, let's develop a growth mindset. Let's move forward and see how we can then grow stronger and have greater empathy or um, become more selective about our situation instead of just overgeneralizing and expecting defeat and disappointment from now on. And so can you see with these thinking traps, it's really, really common, really common for us all to have the off day and these sorts of things can just crop up. And so the most common pattern, if we wanna stand back and look at all these thinking traps, and we've all been there and we'll continue to be there, so we're constantly recalibrating, is the pattern that we see here is we're just living in our heads. We become very cerebral, very cortical. We're just trying to problem solve ourselves out of everything. And while we're overanalyzing and really churning ourselves up in our head and overthinking, we are not noticing from the neck down what is actually going on in your body. People don't notice they're getting gut issues, muscular tension, uh, their breathing is dysregulated. All sorts of things are happening while they're living in their head, but they disconnect. So this is what happens is, is when we disconnect, we are living in a survival, hypersensitized, hypervigilant mindset. Because if we go back many, many years ago, if we were in a survival situation like a cave person and there was a saber-toothed tiger coming towards us, in a survival you know, situation, what are we going to do? We're not going to sit there on a rock contemplating life and what's the purpose of life. We're going to be looking with intense eyes, rigid bodies. The regulation of our breathing has shifted because at this point we are in survival mode and in our head we're thinking how are we going to get out of this and that's where that comes in so it's really important that we have this mechanism however it's not healthy to be living in this mindset all the time and so that's why when we start becoming embodied or conscious or mindful of how our body is responding and interacting to environments and situations we encounter we are totally somatic that's where the power lies we can make changes within when we can sense and feel this and that's why what i want to share with you is a free resource that i've created 
And this resource is to really help you move from being in your head all the time to feeling calm and safe and grounded within your body. You can use this at any time of the day. You can use this as a, a calibration, just to recalibrate throughout your day. Or if you're feeling life is starting to build up and you just need 10 minutes in a quiet space, use this as a bit of a software reset. When I say software reset, we're software reset your entire nervous system. Let's dial it down. Let's bring yourself back into noticing the sensations, the feelings, the feedback from your beautiful body, not just living in your head. So this free resource, if you go to totalsomatics.com forward slash calm, that's C-A-L-M, totalsomatics.com forward slash calm c-a-l-m calm that is an audio and it's all about allowing yourself to move from living in your head to actually inhabiting your beautiful intelligent body again because when we connect your mind and body magic happens we start to become more conscious more mindful we are lowering things such as inflammation in our body because we're no longer living in a survival mechanism. We're regulating our breathing. We're becoming more aware or more attuned to our internal feelings and sensations, which is so important for us to be able to regulate and calibrate throughout the day. Because life is up and down. We have different things happening throughout the day, throughout the month, throughout the year. However, when we have resources, it allows us to come back and reset our nervous system. We don't want to continue living in a very hypervigilant, hypersensitized situation. Not only does it affect our emotional, mental, physical and energetic health, it can cause issues as in interpersonal situations. People can get highly reactive. And as we've learned from these thinking traps today, if people th listen to things out of context, they pull in their own negative bias. They're not seeing the full picture by standing back, taking a deep breath and thinking, this is less about me and more about everything generally. When we move into that different headspace, it's less about us and it's about just looking more objectively rather than subjectively. And it happens to all of us. We all get great days and we all have rubbish days. So this is why all of us, none of us are immune. It's great for us all to be doing this. So just to let you know again, totalsomatics.com forward slash calm and just check that out. Put your headphones on, it's an audio and you and I can just together regulate and reset your beautiful, beautiful nervous system. So thank you so much for joining me today. As always, keep in contact with me. If ever you wanna join the Total Somatics membership, it would be wonderful to have you. Um, if the membership doors are currently closed when you're listening to this podcast, it doesn't matter. If you can leave your details on the wait list, you will be the very first to find out. So all you need to do is go to totalsomatics.com and then click at the top and you'll see it says there, join now. If you click the join now tab, it will bring you to the enrollment page. And if the enrollment is closed, just leave your details on the wait list. And the next time I open the membership doors, you will be the very first to find out. So until next time, all my love and my very best wishes. Take care, bye. Thank you for joining me today. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and also forward this on to somebody you know will benefit. To learn more about pain relief, plus how to improve your health and well-being, go to totalsomatics.com. Until next time, take care. <laughs>